Thank you for tuning in. You're listening to Prince uh, Ndaba speaking on a very sensitive topic today um, on abuse. Thank you for tuning in to Black Shoe, Black Shoe, Change Your Attitude. Um, I am speaking on... What am I speaking about again? Women abuse. Women abuse. Yes, I'm speaking on women abuse and domestic abuse um, in relationships and uh, so on and so forth. If you haven't heard my podcast... Please um, follow my st- my Instagram. That's Prince underscore Ndaba online, and my Facebook is Ndaba online. My link is there, and um, everything else. Today's topic: domestic abuse, the psychotic, the victim, communication skills, and entitlement issues. I have a guest today. Uh, she goes by the name of Frida Drummond, and she is the author of Claire's Place, a magnificent book that I'm reading. Um, I think that. Um, you know, as a, as a writer, um, we, we tend to um, see things broader and we tend to attack certain um, uh, perspectives that people have um, that they shouldn't. Certain perspectives that bring uh, conf- conflict in this world that we live in. And I'm just honored to have you today. Thank you very much for having me. Are you okay? I'm good, thanks. I'm good, I'm good. Um, so... Today I was actually thinking about um, the abuse that happened in my life, but it wasn't domestic to say it was it was at school. So um, in high school, grade eight and grade nine, I was I was bullied by a certain individual with a certain group, and um, they claimed that I owed them money when I I didn't. So every time they saw me, they would take me by the by the neck by the collar and like put me on the floor and like kick me and stuff like that right and it was really depressing um it got to the point where um i i didn't want to go to school anymore because i felt that um this person's going to kill me sure um but fast forward years later i contacted him and i was like yo dude what's up and he was like who's this i was like it's prince like how did you get my number i'm like i got your number from a friend but let me tell you something um sorry to disturb you but let me tell you that if it wasn't for you i wasn't going to be the type of person i am right now so i'm not i'm not giving him all the glory as to the man that i am right now but if he didn't do that i wasn't going to be as conscious as i am now people's pain and people's hurt and turns out this is the this is this is this is the thing it turns out that he lost the father right that's why he was treating me the way he was and it turns out that I lost the father at this exact same time so when he found out that I lost the father he was he was apologetic and he started he started giving me respect so right now we're friends um, so that's why I thought about doing a podcast on abuse um, because I feel like it's a it's a psychological thing it's an emotional thing it's a physical thing. Mm. I would even say it could be a spiritual thing. Because the person doing the abuse is... I don't know. What's, what's your take on that? Yeah, I think that... Um, sure, in most cases... In most cases... Uh, people that are doing the abuse... Uh, have been abused themselves in one way or oh, another. Yeah. And... Um, the and I think especially uh, and and I, I'm not stereotyping, but with men, when they do suffer some kind of abuse, it's very difficult. Women generally speak about their problems, and they are they can tell you know three or four friends that they have. Uh, men, especially if they are being abused, who do they go to? There is so much of stigma around that, mm-hmm. and and how do you? Uh, because society says that men are supposed to be strong, you know, and so uh, when you find yourself in a vulnerable position, how do you express that? Mm-hmm. I don't think there really is enough. Um, there, there isn't really a platform, mm-hmm. um, you know, for men to discuss those kinds of issues, mm-hmm. and so they take it out. Um, and, and, and they will victimize somebody else to try and uh, you know because they are they get strength from that they are powerful at that point 
you know, they are powerful and they are made strong. Um, so, wow. it is... Uh, you know, um, I like what you said about the, the fact that uh, people abuse because they've been abused. Mm. Um, I mean, I, I think that goes with everything else. Yeah. I feel like if you if you experience happiness, you'd want to give happiness out. Yes. You know? If you experience love, you'd want to give that love out. Mm. So it's not different. It's not anything different with abuse, you know. Absolutely, it's really um, just a reflection of the pain and the hurt that is already within you. Mm, mm, mm. Mm. Wow. Okay, so I've I've I have a few questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to I'll just ask them to you, and then we'll we'll, we'll discuss them. All right. Sure. Um. I also asked some people to ask some questions, right? So I put this out and I got, I actually got a few people asking these questions that they want to know about. They want to know why this and this happens. Yeah. So if we can tackle this together, I'm guessing that we can, we can kind of change their attitude about the abuse that maybe they have gone through. Yeah. Okay. So the first question goes like this. Why do you think women are abused so much, especially in domestic marriages? Sure. Um, it, uh, I think uh, a lot of it goes back to what we were saying earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, we, you find that the, the, the men that have been previously abused, and look, they, 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 they wouldn't necessarily uh, have, have, to have suffered physical uh, uh, abuse, but mm-hmm. emotional abuse, mm-hmm. grief, loss, as you say, between bullied you when he lost his father. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of issues around that. There's a lot of trauma that people go through. You know, they, that they experience different kinds of trauma and they internalize it and it, 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 it comes out in, mm-hmm. in, a, in different ways. Yeah. The other thing I think also is that um, in our society as well as women, we have uh, grown up in abusive homes. We, also experience some kind of abuse as children mm-hmm. sometimes it you, you begin to think that that is normal mm. you know if, 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 if your if your mother was abused and you get abused mm-hmm. it, it's sort of like the norm although you know something in you is telling you that this is not right mm. but it's like if I've gone through it my neighbor's gone through it you know he loves me he loves me he loves me yeah i've actually heard uh, uh, actually a woman say that mm. um, i remember her saying um, he loves me because he, he hates me because he loves me mm. Mm. and i was like what yeah would you abuse something that you love would you hit something that you love mm. Mm. it's not like discipline like like having a child and disciplining your child you have to discipline your child mm. it's not like that it's this is different because that person is not your child yeah, I think it's, it's. I think it's interesting that you would say that because maybe the uh, problem is we don't understand the mm. meaning of love. Mm-hmm. I think if you have a if you if you have a good understanding of what love is mm-hmm. and what love does, you would be able to tell the difference mm-hmm. that this is not love. I don't know any better mm. you know I think sure you know you know why I think a woman are abused mm. in the domestic space um, a wise man once said this he said that um, back in back in World War One and World War Two, the men went out to go and fight mm. even the women at home mm. but when the women were at home they didn't have provider mm. so what did they do they went to go work in the factory to provide bullets for the men that were at war mm. so when the war was done when the when the, when the men came back mm. they didn't have jobs mm. and the women that were formerly and initially in the household were not in the household anymore mm. they were in the factories making bullets mm. so there goes a man that's out of his that's in his position but a female that's out of his position, in, a, in out of her position, in mm. accordance to um, the traditional way things were, mm-hmm. and that created a problem in the man. 
because it's like uh, it's like I love you. Okay, you love me. Mm. I'm going to buy you a house. No, I already have a house. Mm. Okay, no, okay, you have a house. I'm going to buy you a new car. No, I can buy myself a new car. Yeah. So, how, how do you expect me to love you? So, in the men, there's a frustration happening. In mm-hmm. the and I think that it's been happening ever since then. But, like you said, there's no one to speak to about it. Mm. Because of the pride that men have. Yeah. How do you think we should tackle that? As men? I think, firstly, um, you know, we're finding uh, more and more um Apart from the the, the, the the abuse, you also find uh, men are also committing suicide a lot. Mm-hmm. The, the, the you know the, the statistics, statistics are, more. are more in favour of them, and I think it goes back to what we were saying is that they, they don't really have a platform for that. Mm-hmm. If uh, they, they they are apart from the. The, the previous abuse that the man could have had or, or whether he's feeling in and out of the place. Depression, you know, that is when depression would come in. You, you, you're feeling inadequate yes, yes, and, yes. and you are, are not able to provide uh, and that would give you some kind of depression. Mm-hmm. How would you then go even to your male friends and, and have a discussion? Can you even picture having a discussion like no that? Hey, 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 bro, hey, bro, how's it? Hey, how are you doing, man? Can I talk to you quickly? All right, what's up, hey, man? You know, I'm depressed, man. I can't provide, no. But I think we should yeah. have some kind, some type of men, men's anonymous. Yes, yes. I, I think it really is important. I think it's really important. Do you know, I just came up, I just thought about something now. Um, did you know that there are more women psychologists than men? So women normally dominate in that field. Mm. So do you think that a men's anonymous could be held by women? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually a good thing. Women are good at this. Women are good at it. But I think also uh, 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 what our but I, and I find that especially with our young men, mm-hmm. uh, they are really, really short of good mentors, mm-hmm. strong men, able men mm-hmm. that are able to guide them through certain processes mm-hmm. that will tell them. And, and especially somebody if he's your mentor, you look up to him, you respect him. But if this man can say to you, you know, this is my weakness, and we can speak about that openly and give you, you know. Uh, uh, the platform to also discuss your issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, there are a lot of absent fathers. Uh, you know, there are cases where boys have lost uh, their fathers, you know, through death and, and accidents, but even mm-hmm. there are a lot of absent fathers. A lot of there are, there are so many single mothers out there, you know, mm-hmm. and. Uh, and there's no balance. Mm. There's no balance. You know, um, a, a friend once told me this. Mm. It was very profound. Mm. I spent days thinking about it. I still think about it today. Mm. He said to me that, um, do you know why women are so successful these days? I thought it was just going to give me a, 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 just a, a, a normal, stupid answer. Mm. But the answer he gave me was so profound. He said that, because women are at church, there's more women at church than men. Mm. But God said, this was, this was this, this okay. This is this is according to the Bible, Christianity, mm. where God says that um, the man is the head of the house, mm. and the woman then follows the man. Mm. The woman takes care of the family. Mm. But because um, that required God's presence. Mm. You see, so it's God's presence first, then the man, then the woman. Mm-hmm. But because God's presence is there and the man is not there, guess what? The woman is there. Mm. So she becomes the head. Mm. He starts telling her directions for the family. Mm. And that, therefore, why women are so successful. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I, I was raised by a single mom. Mm. My father passed on when I was 11. Sure. And he was the male figure that we spoke about now mm. the strong successful male figure mm. but he died mm. and she was not 
the strong mother or the strong feminist woman mm. but she was able Which brings me to my next question. <laughs> Do you think that men are afraid of successful women or they are, or they are threatened by them? Um, most, most men are. Most men are. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are, are, are men that would um, be very supportive you know, to, and I, I think that you know we, we've got to also balance the scales a bit. Uh, but not, but but not all men can accept uh, a successful woman. But times are changing, I think, also uh, because you have uh, what they call power couples now. So men don't necessarily want to be the dominant uh, be, uh, financially. Financially, you know, unless they're the blessers. <laughs> I'd love to dive into that topic. <laughs> yeah, that that, that is a subject for another day. But there are these, and I, and I think that society, uh, our society, is changing that. A, a, a perception where, whereas you know, a couple of years ago, um, you know, men were generally, uh, you know, stamp, stamp down on a woman that is coming up and things like that. But now she is celebrated, and uh, uh, and you find that more. Uh, I think even, and, and when we talk about our society, even with our politics, that is changing drastically. We women are given that kind of recognition. And men are starting to realize that you know what we actually need to be celebrating. Look, that, women that's now. actually what birthed the feminist movement, right? Mm, mm. The fact that women can do everything that men can do, yeah. Even sometimes even better. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. You know um, it, it brings me to a question that I asked. I got the answer for, but I just like to share it. It was this: Should who should have the last say in the household? Mm. And I know that there's many people wondering who should have the last say. And the wise man that answered it, he answered it so brilliantly. He said to me that um, the woman should have the last say, no matter if she's earning or not. Why? Why? Because in olden days, when the man brought, he used to bring in the money. Mm. But who did he give the money to? Mm. The woman. She was in charge of the household issues to begin with. So why is it that when she's working and getting an income, that she should that role should change? Yeah. But obviously there should be a communication um, in relationships. I think communication is what um, destroys a lot of relationships and also leads to abuse. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I think that. a lot of our problems stem from bad communication mm-hmm. and the challenge is that you know people don't know how to communicate effectively mm-hmm. so uh, it's not a matter of you know not wanting if, if you don't know any better you don't do any better and uh, so a lot of the time people think that the, the problems or, or, or stemming from maybe you know the financial issue, uh, you know who's more dominant or, or in, in, um, in the financial side um, and things like that. But it's just not being able to communicate respectfully as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I think that um, uh, Thank you for tuning in to my previous podcast, Black Shoe, Black Shoe, Change Your Attitude About Domestic Abuse, The Psychotic, The Victim, Communication Skills, and Entitlement Issues. This is part two, and I'm still with Frida. Um, we're still discussing um, domestic abuse and um, everything in between. Um, it's actually been a very good discussion. I've actually learned a lot um, okay, so this is a question that was the, that was given to me from a friend, right? It says, can men also be abused in these relationships? If so, what should 
an abused man do to avoid being abused? <laughs> okay. okay, I'm just, I'm just gonna, you know, pop up my chest and tell us straight. Is, yeah. I don't think there is a, a proper way of doing it. Yeah. Of not of telling, of standing up for yourself. Uh, and I think also, you know, because situations are so different, people are so different, mm-hmm. uh, and and uh, you've, you've you've got to find, um, you, you know, a solution that is. is is specific to that situation and depending mm-hmm. on the type of abuse that you know he, he, he is going through um, and what makes him so complacent you know mm-hmm. and I think it all stems back to you know uh, how was he raised as a child mm-hmm. you know was 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 uh, what makes him so submissive yeah, so, you know, you've got to deal with those kinds of issues. I think, uh, you know, a lot of the time we want to deal with what is happening now because we need, everything is so fast in this world, we need immediate solutions. But sometimes we've got to go back and remedy what was done in the past. Mm. And sometimes we are stuck uh, because we haven't grown emotionally with whatever trauma you have suffered at that time what makes you so submissive you know um, and what makes the, the, the you, 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 you know accept that kind of abuse because people do really treat us the way that we allow them yeah that's that's very true I'd like to um, I'd, I'd, you know sometimes I do I do um, dive deep in, in my in my memories and there, there was one time where I um, I thought about a certain situation that happened to me when I was younger so I'm currently writing a book it's called The Shape of Things um, it's about a boy who's very observant in the world and he's an artist right but certain things happen in his life um, that are not fair you know a small child shouldn't experience such things um and I, being a young child, I experienced such things, you know. So I've been, I was, I was telling um, Tevin and them that I've been very nostalgic lately. I've been, I've been um, staring at an old picture that I took when I was in grade one, and I'm just staring, I'm just staring, I'm just staring, I'm just staring. And when I put that, those feelings into the the chapters of the book, I tend to shed tears so in a way in a way it's I'm healing from something that I didn't know was there so is that what you're saying that there's a lot of things that we yeah. don't know that are there yes, that are there that are, that are influencing us yes wow yeah so it's psychological really really psychological um, and, and and sometimes I wish I would have studied psychology Me too. <laughs> But I read a lot of psychology books, yeah. you know, yeah. and listen to a lot of um, psychologists yeah. as well. Yeah, but I find I find that you know a lot of the time, it uh, it does stem from from our childhood, and and, and I think also what, what is important uh, to note as well is that you would find a, a child that would grow up in a dysfunctional home. And that child would then go and get married and have children. Mm-hmm. And they are, they are expected to behave like a, a, a respectful, strong, providing male figure. But where would they have gotten? Where would they have gotten? We, we, you know, uh, there's an old saying that children don't do what, what you say, they do what you do. You know, and we become our parents in so many ways. You know, mm-hmm. uh, sometimes we are uh, uh, um, we are fortunate. We we meet up with other people that will change, as you say, change the way that we think, mm-hmm. and we will start using our reason. And uh, you know, we will start reasoning through certain things, and we would get help.
help either through the help of a psychologist or a spiritual healer or whichever you know uh, but in most cases these dysfunctional children that have now become adults and they are expected to be normal I think it's a bit of a big ask you know and so that's why I'm saying that uh, it, it goes back to let's go back and deal with that let's heal that you know and and you would find that it, it would even change reshape the way that you look at things you know um, I was reading I was reading your book class class <laughs> yes and you and you mentioned there that um, the main character she used to always find her mother mm-hmm. um, who f- who she always she used to always she used to always see her mother fall mm-hmm. or come into the house and her mother's oh her mother fell mm-hmm. but her nose is bleeding mm-hmm. and her eye is swollen mm-hmm. and the dad is standing on top of her giving mm-hmm. her hand to stand up mm-hmm. and obviously as a child um, she 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 knew I'm sure she knew what was going yeah. on right mm-hmm. so this is my question right How do you know you're in an abusive relationship or how do you know that your friend or your peer or someone close to you is in an abusive relationship how would you tell I think um, in most cases uh, when the abuser is with the abused their personality their gestures everything changes they are more guarded you know in the way that they speak in the way that they act you know and uh, and so some in some cases it's really easy to pick up because you would find that they are getting nervous around uh, a person that is abusing them uh, or even if they are having in, in, in a discussion you know mm-hmm. they would mm-hmm. always tend to look at it at the the person's way to make sure that they are not stepping out of line mm. you know for the repercussions later on so those the, the, I mean those are the obvious signs you know that you can see if you're talking about your your, your, your peers or your, your friends or things mm. like that because you would know them on a personal level mm. uh, when it comes to uh, your colleagues and uh, know it, it, it's, a, it's a little bit more difficult uh, mm-hmm. to tell you know somebody could come to work and be smiling every day mm-hmm. and they are going home to face horrors mm-hmm. you know that they that are unspeakable you can't even discuss that mm-hmm. there are so many wounded people mm-hmm. so many wounded people walking around And, and this is such a broad uh, a broad subject I mean um, there, there, there's a poem that I wrote uh, our silent screams you know and that really was in in last year you know we had uh, this girl Uyinene, that was you know went to the post office went to the post office and she was you know mm. she was abused and she was killed and that's a letter that's that, a letter on its own yeah and then in the wake of that there were these kids that were killed by their father in Durban mm. and then there were the xenophobic attacks that were happening mm. and mm. I mean I it, it was in the space of a week and I got home that Friday I was heavy 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 and um, sore, just just so sore for, for thinking about these families mm-hmm. that are burying their loved ones, you know. How do you justify a man killing his own children? That's, like, that's, that's psychopathic. You know, so, and, and, and how do we, as a, as a society, I mean, how, how do we even begin to, um, to start making sense of, 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 of those kinds of horrors, you know. Um, 
So, oh, I don't think that anybody uh, would have seen it coming. As I say, in some cases, it's easy to, to detect. Mm-hmm. But the guy that was working at the post office, nobody would have suspected that there was a, a killer in their midst. That, that he was working, he had colleagues, and and that was the kind of mindset that he had, mm. you know. Mm. Um, you know, mm. sometimes I just think that we are uh, violent by nature, mm. and, and, and we are saved really by mm. something more spiritual, you know, I mean. Yeah. You know, that's, that's also, I, almost, I also have the same thoughts on humanity that everyone, and people might, might disagree with me, but I really do think that everyone, everyone is just a ticking time bomb. Mm. Every, everyone is, is evil. Yeah. But yet, we are, we are, like you said, we are saved by something transcendent, mm. or we are led to be good by something that's, that's not of this world, you know? Yeah. Um, Absolutely. Absolutely. And that is, and that is, you know, we, we get our light and our truth from, Mm. you know, and as you are trying to do now, you shed some of that light Mm. in the darkness of this world. Because it is dark. Abuse is a real thing. Yeah. No, it it's really happening is. right now as we yeah. speak. And as we speak right now, someone is, is getting mm-hmm. abused, you know? And, um, okay, a question just came up right now emotional abuse versus physical abuse. Oh, which one is more painful? Yo, I have been. Um, I have been wrestling with that one mm, for mm. a while. Mm, mm. I have been wrestling with that one for a while. And it's difficult because I could say, you know, I personally feel that emotional abuse is worse than physical abuse because that's the kind of abuse that I have been exposed to, mm. you know. Uh, we it messes with your mental state. Mm-hmm. Um, it messes with your peace, mm-hmm. and uh, it, 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 it really affects how you start communicating and dealing with people, mm-hmm. trust issues, and and all of those psychological issues that are attached to that. But when I stand next to a woman who's been battered, who's been battered, mm-hmm. who's maybe lost her her hearing or her eyesight or her hair's broken ribs and you know I think that you know it's much easier it's much e- so it's 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 a it's a it's a it's a very very difficult um <clears throat> it's a it's a very very difficult uh, question to answer mm-hmm. however I, I I must add that uh even with the physical abuse there is an emotional component there Mm -hmm. you know so it's not just the physical it's the physical and it's the emotional so it's like double it's double yeah but I I really take my hat off to the victim Mm. you know if you're a victim and you're listening to this right now um, you're a very strong person and Things are gonna change for the best. Mm. Let's speak about the children mm. being brought up in an abusive home as a child and having to witness these things. Do you think that it creates monsters out of people? Do you think that it creates angels out of people? Or do you think that it, it depends on the happenings? I think that to a large extent we are wired differently. You would find that um, you could maybe have four boys that would grow up in, in, a, in a home 
uh, we there is domestic abuse one boy could turn out to be just like his father and be a wife beater another boy could turn out to be the complacent one that gets abused you know and um one could just decide that uh, none of that really works for me. They, 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 they've all been affected in one way or another. Mm. And I think that, you know, that is we, uh, we speak about balance now. You know, if you would um, really get the help that they need in whichever way. And, you know, I think that uh, interesting what you were saying is that you were feeling very nostalgic and you were writing and going back to that grade one boy and that was helping you channel those emotions and things like that and I think that if and, 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 and in some cases you know uh, some of some, some of us are lucky we, we would find fulfillment or in, in, in our work you, you, when you're so passionate about it you work through certain things you know through that sometimes working with abused children and working in homes and things like that can you know it can help it can help it can help because tra- the, the, the traumatized don't know they're traumatized until they start reflecting their trauma on someone else You know, um, ch- you know, children have this thing about them. Like you said earlier on, that children don't do what you say; children do what you do. However, a wise person goes back to their childhood and revisits and observes the child, so that they can see all the things that made them who they are, all the strengths and weaknesses. And I've added that on the book. It's actually something that I say on there. Yeah. Um, yes. Uh, thank you. Thank you for listening. Um, it's been crazy, 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 crazy. So I have I have two more questions actually. Mm-hmm. One of them is from a girl named Neo. So I'm just gonna play a clip for us, mm-hmm. and then um, we'll see how we'll answer that one. I wanted to know how does one overcome the anxiety and trauma that comes with your abuser trying to reach out to you as much as we've went for therapy and we've leaned for support in this healing process that one is on how do they overcome the trauma anxiety and sadness that comes with the abuser just from sending one text just one text and that text reminds you of everything that you've been through and now you're back in that dark hole again how does one overcome that that's what i wanted to know i wanted to know how does one over how does one overcome sure yeah interestingly enough um my niece and i were having a conversation the other day and we were talking about going back and reconciling with the younger you Mm -hmm. because when we are younger um, there are things that happen that are beyond our control Mm -hmm. and so if if you suffered uh, when you were let's say you know eight or ten something I mean you were a child you, you couldn't you were helpless you couldn't help yourself um, but to go back to their child and apologize to their child you know and and so like in my case I my name is Frida and I will go back to 12 year old Frida and I'll say Frida I am so sorry that that happened to you I'm so sorry that you were so afraid vulnerable and there was nobody there to help you. I'm so sorry that you were hurt, that that hurt you. 
and we you know and and that really you know when she when we were when she was telling me about that and I thought wow um I remembered when I went on a retreat a couple of years ago I actually wrote a letter to my younger self mm. you know I wrote a letter and 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 I and I apologized to my younger self for everything that 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 she went through and I said and I'm so sorry but I want you to know that you are strong you do grow up and you 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 do find strength and you will be okay mm-hmm. but but mm-hmm. just to acknowledge that that happened and I did that with tears in my eyes it was it was such an experience for me and when when we were, when I was done writing that letter to myself um the next day and I, and I, I did it the night before the next day um you know one of the the, the ladies that were there on the retreat prayed with me and mm-hmm. after we prayed we burned that letter mm-hmm. and it was like release now i am releasing that i'm liberated do you think that most people should do that i think so i think that that is really really so powerful you know and um just to go back and 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 speak to that 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 younger version of you you know sometimes we uh, even make uh, you know wrong decisions you know to stay in these abusive relationships you know mm-hmm. and um, and we, when we are out of the situation there's so much of guilt that we carry you know that things could have been different for ourselves or for our children but to go back and say you know when you were you didn't know any better you didn't have the right tools or the resources to help you then now you know better mm-hmm. but then you didn't know you owe yourself an you apology. owe yourself an apology for that mm-hmm. you know so forgive yourself and let go of that guilt and mm-hmm. move on from there so do you think that the question that was just posed mm-hmm. that's the answer that is the answer so I she think. needs to revisit herself yes when she was when the behavior self when the abuse yes apologize to yourself mm-hmm. write a letter to yourself yeah sob sob it out yeah burn the letter yeah and light will enter yeah and i think that if you writing wow, she's writing profound. a letter to herself she's got to be honest about her all of her feelings she's got to be raw and intentional about it get it all out mm-hmm. yeah Thank you so much for listening uh, to Black Shoe, Black Shoe, Change Your Attitude. I hope that your attitude changes about um, abuse after this podcast. My name is Prince Ndaba, your host. Follow me on Instagram, that's Prince underscore Ndaba online. Facebook, it's Ndaba online. Thank you so much. Um, if you have any questions, you can DM me or you can send me direct messages on my WhatsApp. I'm not going to give that number out. <laughs> But uh, those that have me on WhatsApp, you can ask, okay? Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in to my previous podcast, Black Shoe, Black Shoe, Change Your Attitude about domestic abuse. The psychotic, the victim, communication skills and entitlement issues. This is part 2 and I'm still with Frida. Um we're still discussing um domestic abuse and um everything in between. Um it's actually been a very good discussion. I've actually learned a lot. Um okay, so this is a question that was the that was given to me from a friend, right? It says, can men also be abused in these relationships? If so, what should an abused man do to avoid being abused? <laughs> okay. okay, I'm just, I'm just going to, you know, pop up my chest and tell us straight, don't you abuse me! I'm a human being, okay? I don't think there is, I don't think there is a, a proper way of doing it. Yeah. of not of telling or standing up for yourself uh, and I think also you know because situations are so different people are so different mm-hmm. uh, and and uh, you've you've got to find um, 
get you know a solution that is 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 specific to that situation and depending mm-hmm. on the type of abuse that you know he 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 is going through um and what makes him so complacent you know mm-hmm. and i think it all stems back to you know uh how was he raised as a child mm-hmm. you know was 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 uh, what makes him so submissive uh, yeah so you know you've got to deal with those kinds of issues i think uh you know a lot of the time we want to deal with what is happening now because we need everything is so fast in this world we need immediate solutions but sometimes we've got to go back and remedy what was done in the past mm. and sometimes we are stuck uh because we haven't grown emotionally with whatever trauma you have suffered at that time mm-hmm. what makes you so submissive you know um and what makes the the, the You, 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 you know accept that kind of abuse because mm-hmm. people do really treat us the way that we allow them yeah that's that's very true mm-hmm. i'd like to um I'd, I'd, you know sometimes i do i do um dive deep in in my in my memories mm-hmm. and there, there was one time where i um I thought about a certain situation that happened to me when I was younger. Mm-hmm. So I'm currently writing a book. It's called The Shape of Things. Mm-hmm. Um it's about a boy who's very observant in the world and he's an artist, right? Mm-hmm. But certain things happen in his life um that are not fair. Mm-hmm. You know, a small child shouldn't experience such things. Um and I being a young child, I experienced such things you know so i've been i was i was telling um Tevin and them that i've been very nostalgic lately i've been i've been um staring at an old picture that i took when i was in grade 1 and i'm just staring i'm just staring i'm just staring i'm just staring and when i put that those feelings into the the chapters of the book i tend to shed tears so in a way in a way it's i'm healing from something that i didn't know was there so is that what you're saying that there's a lot of things that we yeah. don't know that are there yes, that are there that are, that are influencing us yes wow yeah so it's psychological really really psychological um and and sometimes i wish i would have studied psychology Me too. <laughs> But I read a lot of psychology, psychology books, yeah. you know, yeah. and listen to a lot of um, psychologists yeah. as well. Yeah, but I find I find that you know a lot of the time it uh, it does stem from from our childhood, and 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 I think also what, what is important uh, to note as well is that you would find a, a child that would grow up in a dysfunctional home. and their child would then go and get married and have children mm-hmm. and they are they are expected to behave like a, a, a respectful strong providing male figure but where would they have gotten where would they have gotten we, we you know uh, there's an old saying that children don't do what what you say they do what you do you know and we become our parents in so many ways you know and uh, sometimes we are uh, uh, um we are fortunate we we meet up with other people that will change as you say change the way that we think and we will start using our reason and uh, you know we will start reasoning through certain things and we would get help either through the help of a psychologist or a spiritual healer or whichever you know uh, but in most cases these dysfunctional children that have now become adults and they are expected to be normal i think it's a bit of a big ask you know and so that's why i'm saying that uh, it, it goes back to let's go back and deal with that let's heal that you know and and you would find that it, it would even change reshape the way that you look at things mm-hmm. you know um i was reading i was reading your book 
Claire's claim. <laughs> yes. And you and you mentioned there that um, the main character she used to always find her mother mm-hmm. um, who f- who she always she used to always she used to always see her mother fall mm-hmm. or come into the house and her mother's oh her mother fell mm-hmm. but her nose is bleeding mm-hmm. and her eye is swollen mm-hmm. and the dad is standing on top of her giving mm-hmm. her hand to stand up mm-hmm. and obviously as a child um, she 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 knew I'm sure she knew what was going yeah. on right mm-hmm. so this is my question right how do you know you're in an abusive relationship or how do you know that your friend or your peer or someone close to you is in an abusive relationship how would you tell i think um, in most cases uh, when the abuser is with the abused their personality their gestures everything changes they are more guarded you know in the way that they speak in the way that they act you know and uh, and so some in some cases it's very easy to pick up because you would find that they are very nervous around uh, a person that is abusing them uh, or even if they are having in in, in a discussion you know mm-hmm. they would mm-hmm. always tend to look at it at at, 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 at the person's way to make sure that they are not stepping out of line mm. you know for the repercussions later on so those the, the, i mean those are the obvious signs you know that you can see if you're talking about your your your, your peers or your your, your friends or things mm. like that because you would know them on a personal level mm. uh, when it comes to uh, your colleagues and uh, know it, it, it's, a, it's a little bit more difficult uh, mm-hmm. to tell you know somebody could come to work and be smiling every day mm-hmm. and they are going home to face horrors mm-hmm. you know that they that are unspeakable you can't even discuss that mm-hmm. there are so many wounded people mm-hmm. so many wounded people walking around Mm-hmm. And, and this is such a broad uh, a broad subject I mean um, there, there, there's a poem that I wrote mm-hmm. uh, our silent screams you know and that really was in, in l- last year you know we had uh, this girl Uyinele, that was you know mm-hmm. went to the post office went to the post office and she was you know mm. she was abused and she was killed and that's a letter that's that, a letter on its own yeah and then in the wake of that there were these kids that were killed by their father in Durban mm. and then there were the xenophobic attacks that were happening mm. and mm. I mean I it, it was in the space of a week and I got home that Friday I was heavy 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 and um, sore, just just so sore for, for thinking about these families mm-hmm. that are burying their loved ones, you know. How do you justify a man killing his own children? That's like, that's that's psychopathic. You know? So and, and, and how do we as a as a society, I mean, how how do we even begin to um, to start making sense of of, of, of of those kinds of horrors, you know? Um, so, yeah, I don't think that anybody uh, would have seen it coming. As I say, in some cases, it's easy to, to detect. Mm-hmm. But the guy that was working at the post office. Nobody would have suspected that there was a, a killer in their midst. Mm-hmm. That, that he was working, he had colleagues, and and that was the kind of mindset that he had. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, mm-hmm. we sometimes I just think that we are uh, violent by nature. 
and 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 we are saved really by something more spiritual you know i mean yeah, yeah you know that's really... that's also i almost i also have the same thoughts on humanity that everyone and people might might disagree with me but i really do think that everyone everyone is just a ticking time bomb mm. every everyone is is evil yeah but yes we are we are, like you said we are saved by something transcendent mm. or we are led to be good by something that's that's not of this world you know yeah. um, absolutely absolutely oh. and that is and that is you know we we get our light and our truth from mm. you know and as you are trying to do now you shed some of that light mm. in the darkness of this world because it is dark. abuse is a real thing yeah no it it's really happening is. right now as we yeah. speak and as we speak right now someone is is getting mm. abused you know and um okay a question just came up right now emotional abuse versus physical abuse which one is more painful yo i have been um i have been wrestling with that one mm-hmm. for a while mm-hmm. i have been wrestling with that one for a while and it's difficult because i could say you know i personally feel that emotional abuse is worse than physical abuse because that's the kind of abuse that i have been exposed to mm-hmm. you know uh we it messes with your mental state mm-hmm. um it messes with your peace mm-hmm. and uh, it, it 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 really affects how you start communicating and dealing with people mm-hmm. trust issues and and all of those psychological issues that are attached to that but when i stand next to a woman who's been battered who's been battered mm-hmm. who's maybe lost her her hearing or her eyesight or her has broken ribs and you know i think that you know it's much easier it's much e- so it's 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 a, it's a, it's a, it's a very very difficult um <clears throat> it's a, it's a very very difficult uh, question to answer mm-hmm. however I, I i must add that uh even with the physical abuse there is an emotional component there mm-hmm. you know so it's not just the physical it's the physical and it's the emotional so it's like well. double it's double yeah but if i really take my hat off to the victim you know if you're a victim and you're listening to this right now um you're a very strong person and uh things are going to change for the best let's speak about the children being brought up in an abusive home as a child and having to witness these things do you think that it creates monsters out of people do you think that it creates angels out of people or do you think that it it depends on the happenings i think that to a large extent we are wired differently you would find that um you could maybe hear four boys that would grow up in in a in a home uh we there is domestic abuse one boy could turn out to be just like his father and be a wife beater another boy could turn out to be the complacent one that gets abused you know and um one could just decide that uh none of that really works for me they 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 will be affected in one way or another yeah. and i think that you know that is we uh we speak about balance now you know if you would um 
really get the help that they need in whichever way. And, you know, I think that uh, interesting what you were saying is that you were feeling really nostalgic and you were writing and going back to that grade one boy and that was helping you channel those emotions and things like that and I think that if and, 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 and in some cases you know uh, some of some some of us are lucky we, we would find fulfillment or in, in, in our work you, you when you're so passionate about it you work through certain things you know through that sometimes working with abused children and in working in homes and things like that can It can help. It can help. Because tra- the, the, the traumatized don't know they're traumatized mm. until they start reflecting their trauma on someone else. Mm. Um, you know, um, ch- you know, children have this thing about them. Mm. Like you said earlier on that children don't do what you say, children do what mm. you do. Mm. However, a wise person goes back to their childhood mm. and revisits and observes the child mm. so that they can see all the things that made them who they are, mm. all the strengths and weaknesses. And I've added that on the book. It's actually something that I say on there. Yeah. Um, yes, uh, thank you. Thank you for listening. Um, it's been crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. So I have, I have two more questions, actually. Mm-hmm. One of them is from a girl named Neo. So I'm just going to play a clip for us. Mm-hmm. And then um, we'll see how we'll answer that one. Ah, abuse, man. I wanted to know, how does one overcome the anxiety and trauma that comes with your abuser trying to reach out to you as much as we've went for therapy and we've leaned for support in this healing process that one is on how do they overcome the trauma anxiety and sadness that comes with the abuser just from sending one text just one text and that text reminds you of everything that you've been through and now you're back in that dark hole again how does one overcome that that's what i wanted to know i wanted to know how does one over how does one overcome sure yeah interestingly enough um my niece and i were having a conversation uh, i think it was yesterday the other day and we were talking about going back and reconciling with the younger you mm-hmm. because when we are younger um, there are things that happen that are beyond our control mm-hmm. and so if, if you suffered uh, when you were let's say you know 8 or 10 or something I mean you were a child you, you couldn't you were helpless you couldn't help yourself um, but to go back to their child and apologize to their child you know and and so like in my case I, my name is Frida and I will go back to 12 year old Frida and I'll say Frida I am so sorry that that happened to you I'm so sorry that you were so afraid and you were vulnerable and there was nobody there to help you. I'm so sorry that you were hurt, that that hurt you. And we, you know, and, and that really, you know, when she, when, we were, when she was telling me about that and I thought, wow. Um, I remembered when I went on a retreat a couple of years ago, I actually wrote a letter to my younger self you know, I wrote a letter and and, and, I, and I apologized to my younger self for everything that, that, that she went through. And I said, and I'm so sorry, but I want you to know that you are strong. You do grow up and you, 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 you do find strength and you will be okay. But, but just to acknowledge that that happened... And I did that with tears 
in my eyes. It was it was such an experience for me. And when when we were when I was done writing that letter to myself, um, the next day, and I, and I did it the night before. The next day, um, you know, one of the, the the ladies that were there on the retreat played with me, and mm-hmm. after we played, we burned that letter, mm. and it was like. release now i am liberated i'm liberated do you think that most people should do that i think so i think that that is really really so powerful you know and um just to go back and 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 speak to that 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 younger version of you you know sometimes we uh, even make uh, you know wrong decisions you know to stay in these abusive relationships you know mm-hmm. and um, and we, when we are out of the situation there's so much of guilt that we carry you know that things could have been different for ourselves or for our children but to go back and say you know when you were you didn't know any better you didn't have the right tools or the resources to help you then now you know better mm-hmm. but then you didn't know you owe yourself an you apology. owe yourself an apology for that mm-hmm. you know so forgive yourself and let go of that guilt and mm-hmm. move on from there so do you think that the question that was just posed mm-hmm. that's the answer that is the answer so I she think. needs to revisit herself yes when she was when the behavior self when the abuse yes apologize to yourself mm-hmm. write a letter to herself yeah sob sob it out yeah burn the letter yeah and light will enter yeah and i think that if you writing wow, she's writing profound. a letter to herself she's got to be honest about her all of her feelings she's got to be raw and intentional about it get it all out mm-hmm. yeah Thank you so much for listening uh, to Black Shoe, Black Shoe, Change Your Attitude. I hope that your attitude changes about um, abuse after this podcast. My name is Prince Ndaba, your host. Follow me on Instagram, that's Prince underscore Ndaba online. Facebook, it's Ndaba online. Thank you so much. Um, if you have any questions, you can DM me or you can send me direct messages on my WhatsApp. I'm not going to give that number out. <laughs> But uh, those that have me on WhatsApp, uh, you can ask, okay? Bye-bye.